0: Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey, good morning everyone. This is Mike Hash with Healing Journeys Today. So, um, I guess I'll just jump right into it. the title I called evil spirits and sickness. What is the connection uh, between the two? I'd like to start with just a really quick testimony about why this topic is very uh, important for us. Uh, Number one is uh, it's so important to understand the root of sickness and disease is spiritual. It's not physical. It has its manifestation in our flesh, but the very root of it is uh, spiritual. And um, that's so important to understand. You know, when I was very, very sick, um, you know, towards the end of my journey, even though I got the revelation of, uh, that I was healed by the stripes of Jesus and that there wasn't anything I needed to do, there was still a spiritual connection between my heart and the sickness Uh, that was evil. It was a lie from uh, the devil. And uh, so what I thought I would share on today is focusing on that particular point. You know, I speak to a lot of uh, people I have in the past and uh, uh, you know, a lot more when I was working uh, for Andrew, Uh, I was on the phones for six hours a day for uh, close to seven years. And I heard repeatedly over and over people with the same, in the same place that I was stuck at having a revelation of, you know, yes, uh, the word does say that I was healed by the stripes of Jesus. And, uh, but yet still, uh, being bound by sickness and disease. So what happened was you know, I I came to that place of revelation. I came to the point where, uh, you know, I understood to the point of like, why ought, do I still have symptoms? That was like the focus in my mind. Like, why do I still have symptoms? I am healed. It is done. And I had a perfect peace about that, but yet I still had those symptoms. And And one day, I won't go into the whole story. You can go to my website. I tell this uh, full testimony on many different teachings, but uh, I had an encounter with a person who shared something with me that I knew was not of God. And for the first time in my life, it, it like it clicked for me that the devil was using something that I believed in my heart, a lie that I believed in my heart, to uh, keep me sick and was actually using me to kill me. And when that clicked for me, I realized that I needed to take a stand against that spiritual lie, that evil spirit. And I didn't address an evil spirit and command in the name of Jesus, you spirit of infirmity come out, nope. I just broke agreement with the devil. And how did I do that? Well, in my case, you've probably heard this before, I said, I don't have to do a bleepity bleep thing. I don't have to serve God another day in my life. His word says that I am healed, therefore, I am healed. And from that moment, I I walked out of that room as a healed person. Now, many scriptures came into my mind afterwards uh, that explained that course of event, uh, you know, how that produced the freedom. And that's what I want to talk about a little bit today. And uh, I'll try and get through it all. If not, we'll pick it up again our next time together. But there's a particular scripture that uh, is important to understand in order to really realize the place that evil spirits have uh, in that connection between sickness and disease. First of all, do you understand that evil spirits are just... uh, They were just like all the other angels of God, but when they fell, uh, God took away from them everything that they had as a result of being his angel, except he couldn't take one thing away. He could not take away that they were eternal spirits like himself, but what he did take away was their physical, not physical, but their spiritual body to where they have no shape. And, uh, and they have no means to express themselves. Okay. And then uh, he took his spirit of life away from them. So that's why it, it calls them in Jude that they're twice dead. You know, they lost their their uh, you know angelic body, and then they lost the spirit of God that gave them life in the sense of the connection between God and themselves. And so they're just exactly what the Bible calls them over and over. It calls them unclean spirits or evil spirits. That's all they are. They don't have a shape. Now, understanding that they only can manifest uh, through, uh, well, they can manifest in many ways through animals. We see that in one of the things I'll be talking about. But they choose and prefer to manifest their personalities in something that's just like what they used to be. And we created in the image of God, just like the angels, uh, except we have physical bodies. So the evil spirits find expression through us, but they can't just do it against our will. And I was going to read, let me start here uh, in Romans chapter six. Let me just, if you would turn there, because I think it would be good for those of you who have a Bible or flip to it on your device, it says, Know you not, verse 16 of Romans 6, Know you not that to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey, their servant you are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. See, the enemy requires our consent. He can't just do things through us against our will. There has to be a point of consent. There has to be a point of cooperation uh, for him to be able to manifest in his life. Now there are manifestations of the enemy that we experience that we're not directly involved with, such as the man who was born blind. He was suffering a uh, blindness as a result of sin, but not his own or his mother's uh, or father's. Uh, But yet he was still experiencing the fruit of the fallen nature that came through the devil when he got into the mix and began to kill, steal and destroy in God's creation. So... We're gonna talk about the, the part, Not we're not gonna discuss that other part. I did briefly go into that when I taught about uh, the blind guy and the spit. But um, what we're gonna talk about today is more uh, how the enemy works in our life uh, and gains our cooperation. And we're gonna see the connection that it's, God spent a lot of time recording this in his word so that we can see that there is a connection Second to uh, uh, Romans chapter 6, verse 16, another very important verse that really opened my eyes to this connection is in Acts chapter 10. And if you would go there with me, Acts chapter 10, verse 38. It says that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. You know, I mentioned a moment ago about the blind man who received his sight in John 9, but that also was oppression of the devil. Even though it happened, he wasn't directly connected to it in the sense that he was uh, the one who sinned or his parents, but rather it was still oppression of the devil according to this verse. And but every other instance in the word of God that we see Jesus healing, there is oppression of the devil involved. Let me just read some examples about this, and I think we'll, uh, I I think this will just help us uh, see uh, how God uh, wants us to understand that connection. See, if I had never understood. That uh, wait a minute, there is the oppression of the devil involved in my life. I would have been extremely frustrated, you know. In fact, my default was, you know, devils—they're all in Africa, you know, or uh, third-world countries or underdeveloped countries. You know, uh, that's what I was taught. And uh, but what I've come to find out is that uh, although evil spirits are everywhere, they're most active in highly educated people uh, in the Western world because they they don't think that there are evil spirits because they can't see them, hear and smell and touch them or taste them. So and But if they understood how they work, they would recognize them. But anyway, that's a side point. Uh, because they can't experience them through their five senses, they just disregard the whole subject. And that makes you uh, an easy prey for the enemy. So let me just jump into Matthew chapter 4. I want to read a few scriptures, so please uh, follow along with me. Very important that you uh, track with me here. I'm going to start in verse um, 23 of Matthew 4. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, and those which were, had the palsy, and he healed them. Wow. So look at the classes of people discussed here. The first point he makes is in that he went preaching and teaching, and I shared about this uh, in an earlier stream. But this says that he went about healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And then he lists some of those sicknesses that, that people came. It says they brought unto him all sick people. And it says that they had diverse diseases. They had torments and those that were possessed with devils and those which were lunatic and those that had the palsy. You know, there's many more categories here, but the writer of this, these actually stuck out to him. But notice, you know, torments, possessed of devils and lunatic. Those are three spiritual types of, evil spirits working. And this is describing manifestations, you know, um, like me, I wasn't so much possessed in the sense that the devil had control over me, but I was uh, possessed in the sense that when I was very sick, I was believing a lie that was controlling my every action. Okay. So in that sense, you could say that I was possessed, possessed by a thought that was not of God, a thought that I believed, and that thought is what kept me from experience or letting go of the lie or replacing the lie with the truth, because I thought that lie was true. And how deceptive that is, you know? So let's go over to Matthew chapter 8. This is a powerful scripture. We actually uh, talked about this in our last study, and uh, so important. Um, uh, You can go back on Isaiah 53, uh, 1 Peter 2.24, where I was showing from the scriptures that Jesus didn't die for us just spiritually or just physically, but he died for us spiritually and physically. And that's kind of what led me to this, because Jesus... Jesus broke the connection of the spiritual oppression over us that has its manifestation physically in our bodies, and that can be health or that can be um, sickness or disease. So Jesus, Jesus, uh, in the sense that he bore all of our sickness and diseases, he you know uh, made it possible for us to walk in the fullness of of health not just physically but spiritually and physically and you can go back over there's two lessons on that but in in uh here in matthew chapter 8 listen to what this says it says when the evening even was come i'm in verse 16 when even was come they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils and he cast out the spirits with his word And healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled what was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Now, notice it says that he bore our sins and he, you know, I mean, our uh, infirmities and our sicknesses. But yet, look at the class of people that were brought to him. It says that many that were possessed, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick. Now you can have an evil spirit but not necessarily be sick. We're going to see that in a, in a you know in a, another example here. But let me think of just to give you one example in Luke chapter eight. Listen to this. Uh, Luke chapter eight. Here's an example. I think it's really of both, but uh, in Luke chapter eight. Let's see, where is that? Luke chapter eight, verse two, Um, verse one, it says, and it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God and the 12 were with him. You know, I think it's important to note that the kingdom of God is spiritual. It's not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. That's what the kingdom is. It's in the spiritual realm. And it says, and a certain woman, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. See, it shows that she was not just healed of evil spirits, but she also had infirmities. So you can have an evil spirit uh, and not necessarily have an infirmity with it. Think of the man at the Gadarenes, the what we call a legion. He wasn't sick or diseased. He was just not in his right mind because the the uh, the devils had taken over to the point where he didn't. He confused the thoughts they were speaking to him as his own thoughts. Amen. So um, let's see here. In uh, let's go over to uh, Matthew chapter nine. Again, I want you to see the connection here. It's mentioning both. The physical and the spiritual. Back in Matthew chapter eight, notice what he says. He cast out the spirit with his word and healed all that were sick. So notice uh, in uh, Psalms 107, verse 20, it says, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. So an evil spirit can be just as destructive to your life as sickness or disease, okay? So the same word that Jesus used to cast out the spirits, that same word he used to minister healing to them. And you know that word um, uh, healing or, and healed them all and healed all that were sick. That word healed is the word we get our word therapy from. And it means to attend to or to serve. So Jesus was meeting the need that they had. What was the need they had? well, they were being oppressed by the devil. Some of it manifested in physical limitations in their body. Others was like we read in uh, the previous uh, chapter, uh, I mean, in uh, Matthew chapter four, how they, uh, you know, they were lunatic, they were moonstruck, they were uh, possessed with devils. So Notice there is a difference here that's being expressed, but the same cure for both, that he healed them all. So where did I say? I said, oh yeah, go to Matthew chapter 9. In Matthew chapter 9, again, um, this, is, this is a good point here. Notice in verse uh, 32, it says, As they went out, behold, they brought to him a, ma- a dumb man possessed with a devil. And when, the, and when the devil was cast out, the dumb spake, and the multitudes marveled, saying, it was never so seen like this in Israel. Now think about this. You know, uh, a person who's dumb and that cannot speak, that's what the dumbness here is. It's not, you know, being disconnected up here. But think about this. It says that he was, when the spirit was cast out, his vocal cords were loose to where he could speak normally. Do you see the effect an evil spirit can have on you? It can limit your body from functioning normally. That's so important to remember because that, makes, that adds to or connects the dots when Peter said in Acts chapter 10 that Jesus healed everyone or we could put it this way, everyone that was healed was oppressed by the devil and the power of the spirit in Jesus released them from that oppression. So we see here a physical limitation was being caused by an evil spirit. If we read on in verse um, in verse uh, 35, it says, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Very interesting. So no mention there of evil spirits at all whatsoever. And then Jesus says in verse 36, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd." Then said he unto the disciples, The harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. I think that's beautiful in because uh, notice in the next verse, remember there were no chapter divisions. Jesus didn't stop when he was talking and say chapter ten. No, he just he's just talking and these Uh, chapters were put in, uh, these chapter divisions and verse numbers were put in by the translators. They weren't there in the beginning. So notice, if you read verse 38, it says, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. And the next phrase says, and when he called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against What does he start with? Unclean spirits. Why didn't he start against disease and sickness and palsies? No, he said the very first thing he said was, and he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Again, making the same point about the spiritual being connected to the physical manifestation. If you consider the word healed that's used here to heal all that were uh, and to heal all manner of sickness and disease, it's the same word, the, ther- the word therapia or therapia or however you say it, that we get our word therapy from. And it means to attend to, to cure or to heal. So think of it in the sense of like, He's servicing them. What service did they need? Well, many of them not only were possessed by an evil spirit or were being oppressed by an evil spirit like me, but there was also a physical part of that equation that manifested in their physical body in many cases. Like with me, it manifested in the form of of sickness and disease that was actually... Grew into that big tumor in my chest. See, the capacity for the disease is the potential for disease was there. It's just through following the lies of the enemy and believing those lies, I co- was in cooperation and to who I yielded myself to those lies. And those lies gained a foothold in my life to where they could actually manifest their nature which is death, destruction, and loss in the form of cancer in my life. Now, that's very important to understand. It's not, people were, in in the scriptures, people were so familiar with evil spirits. It's not like today. Here, let me get back up for a second. Notice when, in verses 32 through 34, when Jesus cast the spirit out that was causing the dumbness, Notice what the the Pharisees, the educated people of the day, they said in verse 34, but the Pharisees said, he casteth out devils through the prince of the devils. See, they were aware that there is often a connection between a physical manifestation uh, or limitation and evil spirits. So they didn't doubt that through the casting out of spirits that man was made whole. What they doubted was uh, who the source of the power was coming from. And uh, that was all, you know, we talked about that in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Now notice in chapter 10, immediately his prayer is answered, The Father inspires him to send these disciples out into this harvest. And the first thing he gives them is power against unclean spirits. And notice, it wasn't just the writer, Matthew, picking it out, because notice what it says here in verse 7 and 8. Actually, verse 6. He says, But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and as you go, preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Again, it's important to note that the kingdom of heaven is spiritual. And at hand doesn't necessarily mean it's something that's going to come. It's right there, present, if you will receive it. And notice what he says. He says, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. See, it's the Lord Jesus who realizes that that there is a spiritual connection, there is a spiritual force contrary to the kingdom, the force of the kingdom of heaven, that is directly in opposition to that kingdom. And just as the kingdom can manifest physically in this world, like it did through Jesus Christ in his life and, and uh, the way he was towards others, that can be man- the same way the evil spirits can manifest uh, towards us. So he says, freely you have received, freely give. So here we see the same point again. Jesus is aware that, hey, these evil spirits are involved in messing up and keeping these people from experiencing the kingdom of heaven. Now, when I was born again, I was healed at the same time. So were you. I was cleansed of my sin and I was healed of uh, all of my diseases, like it says in First Peter 2.24, who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree. And then it goes on to say, by whose stripes you were healed. So that's been done, and that belongs to me spiritually. That is my strength. That is my standing or status with God, and that is unalterable. That is uh, who I am, that's what I have, that's what I possess. Now, whether it manifests outwardly or not in me is up to me. Like I said in Romans chapter 6, verse 16, that if I yield myself to sin, to the devil, then that's going to manifest in my life. If I yield myself to righteousness, then that too is going to be manifested in my life. Very, very, very important to note that. Let's go on. Look at another example here. In uh, Matthew chapter 12, uh, let's see here. Uh, is that where I want to go? Matthew chapter 12. Yes. Again, the same exact point. In uh, in verse 22 of Matthew chapter 12, it says, Then was brought unto him one possessed with the devil, blind and blind and dumb. So notice there can be a devil that causes blindness, and there's a devil that causes dumbness. So you say, wait a minute, is every case of blindness uh, the devil involved? Well, what does the word say? He might be directly or indirectly involved. Remember the example I gave earlier in John chapter 9? That man was oppressed by the devil, but not directly in the sense as a result of his choice. It was a result of this curse that had come into the flesh that started when Adam sinned. And uh, the the enemy, Satan, got access to the physical world through uh, Adam surrendering his dominion through doing what? Yielding to the enemy. Now, Adam didn't have the same benefit that you and I had in the sense that when we were dead in our trespasses and sins, by our sin, how we you know became separated from God, when we chose to receive Christ as our Savior, then we were reunited spiritually as well, where Adam didn't experience that because Christ had not yet risen. So uh, we have an advantage over them in the sense that we now have power over all the power of the enemy because the Spirit of Christ dwells within us, if you're a born-again believer. So notice what it says here in verse 22. Then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him, insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. Do you know that when you when you receive deliverance from oppression of the devil, you're able to do what you weren't able to do before. Now, we don't evaluate the truthfulness of God's word by our physical experiences, but they do testify, our physical experience, they do testify of uh, deliverance uh, when you you know see them through the word of God. In other words, like the day that I received healing The greater testimony in me wasn't my physical senses, but the spirit bearing witness that I was free. And it immediately produced a peace in my heart that I was past the problem, that it was no longer mine. I was actually free from it. And then the the ensuing or the, the following fruit that was produced in my life was my body just began to recover And I knew there was no other direction it could go. Why? Because I was no longer oppressed by the devil. You know, one day I'd like to get into this. uh, If you guys would like, I'd like to talk about, you know, uh, the physical body, the recovery that occurs in the physical body, as opposed to healing and maybe showing the differences from the word between the two, because I think a lot of people get hung up on these phrases, progressive healing or instant healing or miraculous healing or, or uh, creative healing. And I think that, you know, the scriptures are pretty clear. We could sort all that out. So anyway, so notice that when the spirit was cast out, it was a spirit. Notice what it says. He brought in one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him. So how did he do it? He cast out the devil, insomuch that the blind uh, blind and dumb both spake and saw. So Jesus realized there was, the, and he, again, he took care of the spiritual connection between the dumbness and the blindness. You know, there's another kind of blindness uh, that the devil is directly connected to, and that that's what I was affected by uh, mostly. And that was, I was blinded to the lie that he had uh, worked in my life. You know, it says in um, uh, 2 Corinthians, uh, where is it? 2 Corinthians chapter 4, I I think it is. Yeah, it is. Notice what it says here in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. It says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And you know, I... I thought, you know, I'm saved, so I just disregarded all of the rest of this because I said, well, I'm saved, I'm not lost, so this doesn't apply to me. But think about for a minute what I'm about to read. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. And that is true, the The application of that does apply uh you know, strictly or or not strictly, but it, the application here is to those that are lost. But let's look at these principles here. Uh, can someone be blinded because they don't believe the gospel? Well, most certainly. See, I didn't believe the gospel that uh, the gospel that there was nothing required of me. See, I believed a lie that was contrary to that gospel. What was the gospel? Was that Jesus did everything, and that I'm not required to do or perform any kind of work in order to receive what Jesus already did for me. Actually, there's just one work that I can work the works of God, and that is what Jesus said, to believe on him whom he has sent. That's really the only work that I could do. But I was blinded in the sense to that because the God of this world lied to me. And you could say that I was delivered of blindness too. But what delivered me of blindness? The same thing that Jesus ministered in Matthew chapter 8, verse 16. He cast out the Spirit with His word. The same thing happened to me. You know, Jesus said, and you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. What is the truth? He said, thy word is truth. So when I began to believe the word of God, my eyes became opened or enlightened to the working of the enemy, not the other way around. I didn't have to first see the working of the enemy and then try and get free the first thing I saw was the truth. And I discussed this you know many times, but uh, you know the, the Word of God is a mirror. And it not only shows us what we look like, but it should show the image of Christ in us. And when we see the image of Christ in us, everything else in contrast to that image stands out. And so by walking after the image of Christ, that will have no place in us. Again, Romans 6.16, to whomsoever you yield your members, servants to obey, their servant you become. And that can be obedience to righteousness or obedience to the devil or sin. And both is going to produce a fruit in your life. So in this case, you know, my case, even though it says this guy was blind, physically lost his sight, There is a spiritual blindness that we can have that causes us to continue in cooperation with the enemy and we're blinded to it. We don't see it. I was blinded to it. Gosh, I knew and quoted the scriptures. uh, What would you call it? Uh, I was diligent about that. And I knew about the word, but it never clicked for me because I was blinded because much of the teaching that I had woven throughout that teaching was this idea that my performance somehow affected God and what he would release unto me or not unto me. And if that's true, then the gospel wouldn't be uh, the finished work of Jesus Christ alone. It would be my works plus what Jesus did. And all of us here know that that is a lie from the devil, that that is not what the scriptures teach. In fact, uh, uh, Ephesians 2 8 and 9 says, By grace are you saved through faith. It's not of works, it's not of yourself, lest any man should boast. God made it that way intentionally so that we couldn't glory in ourselves. But if we, the only thing we really have to glory in is that we know Him and that we understand what He's saying to us. And that all comes through the spirit alone. So notice here, the point I wanted to make uh, in 12 was that Jesus is still uh, connecting and addressing evil spirits connected to sickness and disease. Notice, I'm going to read this verse one more time. In verse 22, it says, Then was brought unto him one possessed with the devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. Now here, it doesn't specifically say that he cast out the devil, but the healing here could be the same healing that we read in Luke chapter 8, where it said, let me just flip there again, in Luke chapter 8, verse 2, where it said uh, that uh, Mary Magdalene had been healed of evil spirits, Okay. And that's what Jesus did here. He cast out those spirits and the man was able to see. He cast out the spirit and the man was able to speak, okay? So, gosh, I got too many scriptures to really cover today and I don't want to compromise in any way these points that the Lord has given me to share with you. So what I'll do is I'll pick this up in our next uh, time together. God bless you. We'll see you next time. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.